Emerging Case Law and Statutes, It Can Win and Lose Cases. In my podcast, I discuss new case law holdings and statutes as they apply to our California civil court systems. Hello, everyone. I am Eric Ganchi, a trial lawyer with our San Diego law firm, Casey Gary. I focus my practice serving persons who suffered traumatic brain injuries through the fault of other persons and corporations. Please enjoy the Ganchi Law Update, a Casey Gary podcast. CCP 998 offers a powerful tool, but know the rules. This case decision, Mustavi Law Group APC versus Larry Robineau APC is a technical one, but it can be an important one. The case deals with 998 offers and specifically how those offers must be drafted to be enforceable if accepted. To start, what is a 998 offer? It's based off California Code of Civil Procedure, Section 998, and is an offer made before trial to settle at a certain amount. One part of 998 offers is this. If a 998 is offered and not accepted, it sets the bar for what the verdict must be over or under at trial. For example, if the jury awards a verdict above plaintiff's 998 amount, plaintiff gets to seek to recover certain costs from the trial from defendant. The big ones are expert witness fees per 998. But if the jury awards under defendant's 998 amount, defendant gets to seek the same against plaintiff. The rationale for Section 998 is this. It provides a financial incentive to make reasonable settlement offers before the trial happens. So what happened here in this case? The facts kind of read (laughs) like a bar exam fact pattern. Defendant offered a 998 to plaintiff. I'll put, uh, I'll, I'll state below exactly what the 998 offer was. 998 subsection B requires a specific place for the 998 to be accepted by the other party. The writing, I'm sorry, the written offer shall include a provision that allows the accepting party to indicate acceptance of the offer by signing a statement that the offer is accepted. Here, defendants 998 did not specify how plaintiff could accept the offer. Regardless, this is the timeline. Plaintiff accepts by handwriting on defendant's offer this. Plaintiff Mustavi Law Group APC accepts the offer. Plaintiff files the signed 998 with the trial court. Defendant tells plaintiff that defendant will draft and send a settlement agreement for signature before paying the settlement amount, and the trial court accepted the 998. The parties then got into a spat. Defendant refused to pay the 998. Defendant filed a motion to set aside the 998, and the trial court granted the motion, that motion by defendant, leaving plaintiff without payment. Plaintiff appealed, and there is no law, or there was no case law directly on point of what happened here, so this was a novel issue. Plaintiff argued the 998 is enforceable based on pure contract principles and equity. The court disagrees, saying a 998 is only enforceable if you draft and accept the 998 exactly as the code requires. Consistent application of this rule will will ensure parties can efficiently discern what is a valid 998 and not. This bright line rule will eliminate confusion and uncertainty and encourage settlements. 
adopting a rule requiring Section 9 and 8 offers to include an acceptance provision to be valid, whether they are rejected or accepted, adds consistency and predictability to Section 998's operation. This may incentivize litigants to utilize this straightforward and expedited procedure to settle disputes before trial. Those are quotes straight from this case. Here is the 998 in full for this case. Quote, to plaintiff, Mostavi Law Group and its counsel of record pursuant to California Code of Civil Procedure, Section 998, defendant, law offices of Larry Rabinow and Larry Rabinow, offer to compromise the above entitled action for the sum of 25000 and one penny. Please take note that if this offer to compromise is not accepted within the time specified by Section 998 of the Code of Civil Procedure and plaintiff fails to obtain a more favorable judgment, plaintiff is not entitled to recover court costs, despite being the prevailing party, and must pay the offering defendant's cost from the time of the offer. Just another statement as to why 998 offers are so important and especially the acceptance provision given this case law. What if insurance accepts my demand, but the written contract falls apart? It's this case, CSAA Insurance Exchange versus Hadraj. In a personal injury case, a demand letter can be very important, but it's not just writing and serving the demand letter. It can also matter how the demand was written and what steps were taken after a demand is accepted. This California Court of Appeal case, CSAA Insurance Exchange versus Hadraj, gives an example regarding this. In Hadraj, defendant crashed into plaintiff during a car crash. Plaintiff sends defense a demand letter offering to settle the case for defendant's policy limit along with some other conditions. Defendant accepts that policy limit demand, but when it comes time to reduce the agreement into writing, plaintiff objects how defendant draft, drafted the agreement to release liability. Plaintiff says, the release you required our client to sign introduces significant and material new additional and different terms and conditions beyond the offer of settlement. What was the sticking point here? Among them was that the release required Hadraj, plaintiff, to release all his claims, including for property damage, whereas the settlement offer contemplated only claims for bodily injury. Then both parties staked their claims. Per plaintiff, Hadraj contends CSAA's purported acceptance was actually a counteroffer he was free to reject because it included a request that he sign a written release containing different terms than were in his settlement offer. Per defendant, CSAA argues that a binding contract which was formed when it accepted Hadraj's offer to settle his claim for the insurance policy limits and fulfilled all conditions stated in, that, in the offer, and the written release was simply an effort to reduce the terms of the agreement to a formal writing. Here, the court holds in favor of defendant, saying, we conclude the communications between Hadraj's lawyer and the CSAA reflect a settlement which could later be memorialized in a formal writing. The court reasoned this, when a party, when parties agree on the material terms of the contract with the intention to later reduce it 
to a formal writing, failure to complete the formal writing does not negate the existence of the initial contract. And in particular, for this case, the court says this. If the parties do not agree on the content of the formal writing, the proposed writing is not a counteroffer. Rather, the initial agreement remains binding, and a rejected writing is a nullity. And that concludes this episode of the Ganshi Law Update. Thanks for listening, subscribing, and sharing. Please visit cglaw.com for further blogs, case updates, and news about our firm. That's CG Law, as in CaseyGaryLaw.com.